get checked out prior to you having to do time because the worst thing you it, it could be is for you to call home or someone um not hear from you and uh you're in a prison stranded to where you can't get your health together mm -hmm. that's like so important and people don't really pay that any attention mm -hmm. but i say in the prison system, they don't necessarily care. Their, their, their deal is don't die on their watch. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Meet the Shoe. I'm Sade. I'm Nina. And it is Women History Month. So we're going to bring to you some women... Issues, uh, issues. That in the system. yeah, that's in the system. Other, you know, women of empowering each other and try to, you know, uplift each other throughout this time, this month, and you know, even the future. But this is, you know, just to highlight Women History Month. Today, we're going to talk about an issue, a health issue that almost eighty percent of the women uh, deal with, mm -hmm. and. Um, it's even under the age of 50 years old prevalent. Um, most of us women suffer from uterine fibroids. And some of us know we have it and some of us don't know we have it. So we need to start being more in tune with our bodies and take our health very serious because I really neglected um, my health in the last six months, you know. No, taking care of other people and no working overtime and stuff like that. That, I mean, I just was really, you know, really low on fuel. Like I'm just dwindling down, just tearing myself out and didn't know what was going on. I know I had a menstrual that kind of lasted a long time, but I didn't have the pain like most traditional uh, uterine uh, fibroid um, people have. Mm -hmm. So... As I'm, I'm working, but I'm having my menstrual. I might be off for a little bit and then come back on. And it was going on for like three months. And then what took the cake, what made me get in, go to the hospital, I ended up getting admitted in. Mm -hmm. Not the first time, but no, not the first time I went to the emergency room and it was like I had the jitters, dizzy mm -hmm. a lot. Well, you didn't and have any clients at the time? Not that time. The second time I did. But okay. the first time I was really tired. Okay. And I'm like, what's what's going on with myself? And mm -hmm. um, I went in and they um, said I, I looked kind of pale. My fingertips and my face looked kind of pale. Uh-huh. And so they, um, they um, said that, um, no, just admitted me and checked me out and gave me the uh what's that called uh, uh, a shot no they didn't give me a shot at first okay they just checked my vitals said my heart and everything was fine all that was good uh-huh but my um my um blood was very low okay so i was like around a seven a seven what do you mean um Hemoglobin. Okay. So, so a natural hemoglobin for a woman should be 12. Okay. And um, the right hemoglobin should be a 12. Okay. And mine was a 7. Okay. So I was very low. So I was so low they had to give me a blood transfusion twice. Okay. 
Wow. Yes. All from fibroids? Because the fibroid, I was bleeding so much that I was right. losing a lot of blood. Okay. And so did you, so what, did they say, explain to you, like, what was your options to prevent you from bleeding? Did you explain to the viewers what you do when you have a lot of bleeding? You know, what, what, what options you have? Well, when I first went, because I was in the ER, uh -huh. the uh, ER doctor was like, uh, do you want to get a hysterectomy now? I'm oh, like, wow. right down there, yeah. Yeah, they yeah they was they wanted me. I'm like no, Take not right now. Away from you. Uh huh. I said no, not right. No, I don't think that's what I want to do right now. And have emergency surgery is not an option for me. I mean, I got stuff to do. <laughs> I can't just go into surgery. And my husband's not here. It's COVID. You won't let him in. I, right. I don't have anybody here to support me and talk me talk with me about the situations. Now, what was your mental state at when you know? Because you're talking about um uh uh a hysterectomy. A hysterectomy is you know, removing all your, you know, furniture, as they would say, removing everything <laughs> out of you to where you won't have, you know, you won't get wet. Um, you can't produce any babies. Like, that's the most important thing that people, women, worry about is that you can't produce any children after, even though, I mean, are you wanting no, to have I mean, any more? Are you done with having well, kids? Well, we're done with having kids. I mean... When you get but, over but a certain you wanna, age, you want to be able to have your natural juices, obviously. Well, for, you know what? She said that was not an option. Um, that that have your natural, that natural you. juices. They say that to you, but women that have had them have talked about they have some dryness. I, uh, my other friends. The said ones she that don't. don't have dryness is the ones that get partial. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, now, that, that was telling me a partial. You know what I'm saying? But okay. yes, yeah. because women that have had a full, full yes, hysterectomy, they don't get wet down there. So what fun is that? Right. Like we just gonna be realistic. It's 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 no right. fun. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't. And then not only once you be able to be wet to satisfy your partner, you might want to satisfy yourself right and then even not just that just walking around on a daily basis and not being wet that is uncomfortable within itself right so, right yeah. so yeah um some people say it's fibroids are non-cancerous growths that grow in the wall or around the wall of the uterus so it can go inside the grow inside the wall or outside the uterus uh -huh. so but if affects 20 to 80 percent of females under the age of 50. Okay. So I know a lot of women, they have problems with probably having a baby. And that may be the reason be due to, to, to due to the fibroids, because sometimes that stuff make you miscarry. Right. You know, so, yeah. Um, OK. And so one thing about um, having fibroids, because I have them. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, they're under control right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I um, had the Lupron shot. And the Lupron shot takes you and puts you in the early stages of menopause. Right. right? That's what she told me. And you can't get the shots for a long time. I did it for like a good four or five years, mm -hmm. right? And I did it off and on. Right. You can't do it consistently. consistently. So I think she told me what, six months? Well, this is how I and did then it. After. This is how I did it. When I very first got it, I got one for 90 days. Mm-hmm. 
Then I had to go right at the 90 day mark and get it because I started bleeding. The thing about it is you bleed so much. Right. And for so long that it's really not it wasn't it will not help your relationship. It'll really hinder your relationship. You really have to have a, you know, a relationship with your mate has to really understand. Yes, has to be and really love you because they'll go off and do something else, mm-hmm. whether it's a guy or a girl, you know? Right, right. And um, the the thing about it is, at the, at the time that I was dealing with it, I was single, so I could do oh, what good. I wanted to do when yeah. I chose to, right? Mm-hmm. And, but uh, the downside to it is this. You get that, and you sometimes will get a bacterial infection. Hmm. How that happens, I don't know. Right. I know even with the with loop, the with, with, the, with the with the marina. Okay. That's like major. Um, you get those a lot. Even though this time, maybe because I'm older, mm-hmm. um, I don't get uh, bacterial infections. Okay. But when you have those different type of birth controls inside of you, uh-huh. you're prone to infection. It's like you're open. You know oh, what I'm saying? You're yeah. prone to infection even more because mm-hmm. I don't understand. They tell you that as well. Is they, it because, I mean, you're probably inserting a, a tampon in as well? You know what I'm no, saying? No, you don't even necessarily have to have a tampon. You don't have to, you don't even bleed enough. Like right. with, the, with the, okay, let me rewind. With the uh, Lupron shot, you don't get a period, but you can get pregnant. Right. Oh, that's the, it yeah, prevents you it, from bleeding, but it does not prevent you from birth exactly. control. Exactly. With the Mirena, you ninety five percent of the time you won't get pregnant. It's like ninety. Yeah, because it's, it is a birth control. It's a as birth well. control. But you don't really bleed on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I think when the second time, I like two days later, I end up getting rushed to the hospital because um, I fainted at the shop okay. on my client. Okay. And she's like, oh my God, you need to go to the hospital. So I bet you scared her. Girl, yes, I did scare her. She's a doctor. She's like, oh, and I was telling her what was going on. She said, yeah, you need to go to the emergency room. Uh huh. So I never get to the emergency room. They rush me in. I'll pale again. Now, this is two days. Two days prior, I got two pints of blood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm back down to a 7.3 wow. hemoglobin. And wow. I just got two pints of blood. So I, all that blood just came right back up out of me. Okay. Because I was on my menstrual still. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I, they kept me. They said, you know, we're going to stop it. You're going to stay overnight at the hospital. So they admitted me in the hospital. Um, they gave me all these different shots, the birth control shots to stop me from bleeding, mm-hmm. which I was trying to get them to call my regular doctor and tell her what's going on. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I was supposed to take the Lupron shot that next morning. Uh-huh. So the ER doctor, she's pregnant. Uh-huh. She had, had, you know, she's like, well, I want you to take this birth control because this will stop you from bleeding too. Mm-hmm. And you should be all good. I'm like, well, I take the Lupron shot in the morning as well she said oh yeah I already got that order you'll be doing that okay so a week has went by Mm -hmm. I'm taking these pills she's supposed to you know told me to take birth control pills okay and I've been taking it for three weeks so I go and see my doctor again I said it's something wrong if I'm still bleeding I took this Lupron shot Lupron Mm -hmm. shot Mm -hmm. why am I stopped still bleeding so I go see my doctor Mm -hmm. she you know we go through my file she said 
what are you? I said, well, I'm taking these birth control pills. She said, you're not supposed to be taking anything. I said, really? She said, I looked at I looked at the doctors. That doctor, the that doctor is a younger doctor. And, you know, she's like, I looked at her notes and I told them to immediately tell you to stop taking that pill because the Lupron shot does that. It stops it. So both of it, the Lupron shot and the birth control pills counteracting each other. Okay. So that made me keep on bleeding. Okay. So my doctor was like, yeah. And she showed me that she sent the message on this date. And I was like, oh, my God, all this time, three weeks, I've been taking this pill and I didn't know what was going on. So okay. I, she said immediately stop the pill. She put in my notes mm-hmm. and I got my second Lupron shot. Mm-hmm. And the next day I completely stopped bleeding. Oh, wow. Now, I know you was extremely happy. Girl, right? too happy. Oh, my and, God. And when you stop bleeding, right? Mm-hmm. When you stop bleeding, um, what exactly, what exactly did, um, did it, did it feel like to just be without any no sanitary yeah, yeah, and, uh, pads? pads. Oh, God, it felt so good. I just walked around the house a little naked. Right. I said, I can't believe, you know, it felt really good. So I'm like, okay, so every month I I take the shot again for the third next month. This will be the third time. It'll be the third time in the March. Okay, so let me explain to you, being as though, you know, I went through that for a couple of years. Now you're 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 uh, you're gonna you're done bleeding. You're it's gonna work on you. It's gonna carry into the next month. Okay. So that's a good thing that they're giving it to you for three months. Now it'll be your third month. By the time you're six month, you don't have to take it again until about seven or eight months. No, no, no. Excuse me. Meaning. If you go next month and mm-hmm. take it, mm-hmm. I say on your sixth or seventh month of you taking it every month, mm-hmm. you could skip the 30 day mark and push it to 60 days. Okay. okay. That's how I was able to keep it for those couple of years, oh, right? Yeah. Because it was already in my body. One up. time I took it and I was doing the 90 day trial. So he would let me do it three times a year. Mm hmm. Do you know I didn't bleed until that next year? So I didn't bleed. I didn't hadn't even had the shot. And I didn't, still didn't bleed for a whole six months, which it's not good to not bleed. Right. But being as though that I was dealing with the fibroids and they were, you know, size of a golf ball. Right. Right. That's pretty big. Right. People look at that and say, no, it's not. But it really was. It, it would have turned into an orange wow. or, a, or or a lemon. They say it can get big as a grapefruit. Right. So I didn't want that. So um, I, like I said, I continued that formula. Then I went like two years with doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I just was freestyling. Oh, okay. You know? nice. <laughs> just using condoms. I wasn't really active right. like that. And because I didn't want to get pregnant because I'm really fertile. Right. But um, I'm glad that um, I, I knew my body. I paid attention mm-hmm. and um, I made sure that you know, I stayed on my regular pap smears, my yes. check-ins. You know, sometimes I would just go in and say that I had something wrong. You just know, in case this in the sea. check, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, what I also want to touch on as far as um, we're on fibroids and things, um, as far as the prison system goes, you know, the ladies don't have an option to be... Um, you know, as accurate as we are on the streets, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's a, it's, it's, a, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of sad that you know you have no one really working for you mm-hmm. 
you know, in there. And then see, in prison, the options are usually just get the hysterectomy. Right. Or deal with the issue. Mm -hmm. Deal with the issue until you're released. Right. So, saying that to say, some women, for you women that, um, and even males, as far as like, cancer and things like that get checked out get checked out prior to you having to do time because the worst thing you it, it could be is for you to call home or someone um not hear from you and uh you're in a prison stranded to where you can't get your health together mm-hmm. that's like so important and people don't really pay that any attention mm-hmm. but i say in the prison system, they don't necessarily care. Their, their their deal is don't die on their watch because it's a big business. Mm-hmm. You know, you're really you're really especially when you're nonviolent, you're really locked up for uh, for business purposes. So they need you as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't suggest no woman that's doing time to get no hysterectomy, and they just have to be a life or death. You know situation in order for them to 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 you know what I'm saying to for them to take anything out of you I know um one of my girls uh friends she um got a hysterectomy uh-huh. in in Shakopee uh-huh. and she was in pain but she had to I mean that was her last resort they uh-huh. gave her birth control they did everything they could but it took them so long to give her the surgery you know she was just bleeding out and looking sick but she was happy to get it you know what I'm saying she was at that age in her 50s oh she was yeah, she, she was, was done anyway. she was done you know and she have any children her she had two boys okay well she and she was on grandchildren oh yes right? oh yes okay so they needed her here mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. so being happy healthy, yes yeah. so she got a partial hysterectomy and uh-huh. she um they did the vaginal uh removal surgical removal oh yeah they did it through the vagina. I was like, that was no different. You know what I'm saying? Hearing it that, that way. Because back then, well, I what did the, How did she describe? Can you describe to the viewers of how that happened? I guess, like, they prop your legs up and back. Uh-huh. Far. Because she okay. said she had a bad back pain. Okay. But she was, she was under. She didn't She was under. It. Oh, yeah. Okay. She was under. Just okay. like if they were going to cut her and pull it out. Oh, okay. They did it through the vagina. I okay. guess they was practicing or whatever and she decided to do it that way. Okay. And she, you know, the downtime was uh, pretty low. Okay. You know, she could get up and walk. It was, you know, it was easy for her, she said. Right. She was happy about that. So, um, Removal, like surgical removals, mm-hmm. they wouldn't do the ablation or ultrasound surgery. Mm-hmm. It's either in prison, do the hysterectomy, and that's it. Right. I want to say that um, there was um, someone I was um, locked up with, and uh, the woman said, kept saying she didn't want any children. Mm. She didn't want no children. She didn't want no children. Now, prior to her going to prison, she was with men. Okay. Then when she got locked up in there, she had did so much time. She was into women, right? Mm -hmm. So she kept still still saying, I don't want no children. I don't want no children. So she could get a hysterectomy. Do you know she got out? Uh Uh-huh. She met the man of her dreams. Oh, wow. And she tried to reverse it. But the thing about it was it had been so long. They tied... 
Oh, she clipped a- and burnt them. Oh, wow. So she got two. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. And, and, and she didn't know the difference. You know, she was a young girl when she went in. I think she went in the system when she was 21. Mm-hmm. She got out when she was um like 36. Oh, my goodness. So just think she had did, what, 15 years. And then um when she got home, you know, we communicate with her online. And she had told us, she said, I... Should have listened because I told her, I said, girl, you crazy. You don't know when you get home if you're going to uh, want kids. I said, you might because she was set so into women, you know. Mm. Oh, I'm not. I don't want to know, you know, you know what. I don't want no uh, man or whatever. And I'm saying, OK, but when she got home, that is not what happened. That shows you that it's a it's God's decision. Never. Yours, oh, yeah. Right. OK. So. She was disappointed that she could never and then oh and then um her mate had enough money he had paper right right and they got it to where um they got it to where she could get pregnant but she couldn't hold it oh no because just think by the time I think she tried she was 40 mm-hmm. and then she kept trying Dang. So now she's like 45. So I know she's still with the guy and um, they don't have any kids. So I think they're going to do Adopt. the No, they're going to do the because uh, he's stuck on. He wants his. Right. They're going to do the her eggs are good still. Mm-hmm. I guess she might have saved her eggs for when she first got out. Yeah. So that's another thing. Too, Froze her ladies. eggs. Ladies, they say that if you don't want kids and you're in your 20s and you don't want kids. Right. The problem isn't able to carry mm-hmm. in your 40s is to produce the eggs, eggs the your young 40s. eggs it's harder to produce the eggs mm-hmm. or there's always problems mm-hmm. when producing the eggs is older but you can carry like a 50 year old woman could carry can a baby carry, yeah. right but she can't produce the, the lives of the eggs right, right. Are, are real weak so they say if you're in their 20s oh I don't want no babies I don't want no babies take your eggs and freeze them yes Right. And even when you get in your 40s, if you still say you don't want any, you can still sell those eggs to a woman that mm-hmm. can't produce any. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So either way it go, if that's what you're thinking, because a lot of young girls do that to make money, carry babies for people um, mm-hmm. to produce eggs for them mm-hmm. and don't carry them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. So um, just if those are your type of situations and woo women, Women History Month. We go through a lot. We need to have history year. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> because we we go through a lot just being a woman, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, and also another thing I wanted to say is that my um I have a cousin um that uh was don't have any kids, right? She don't have any kids. And she thought that she was never going to want any kids. And she got a hysterectomy Mm -hmm. when she was in her 20s. And guess what? She got a man that wants kids. Same situation. Wants kids. And she can't give them to him because she did the whole full thing. So she did a hysterectomy or tubal ligation? I mean, like tighter tubes. Tighter tubes. Two different things. Right. It's two different things. But the point of it is, if if you have a hysterectomy... You ain't having no more kids. And if you have, you know, some people, and then if you tie your tubes, you're not having Mm -mm. any more kids. Tie, clip, and burn, Mm -hmm. rather. You can tie them and they come untied. Right. Right. Because I know people that have, um, you know, just tied them Mm -hmm. and then they've had, you know, they've had a baby afterwards. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, 
it's a difficult situation, you know, for us women to deal with fibroids and stuff. So I just, now how do you feel? I feel way better. Oh, God. My, my hemoglobin went up to a, a 10.3 last Friday. Uh-huh. So I'm able to at least kind of walk without being dizzy. Okay. Go up the stairs without being out of breath. Because it takes a toll on your body. If you if people don't know, it really takes a toll on your body. My heart used to was beating so fast mm-hmm. just going to the bathroom because my iron was so low. Right. Okay. Due to the fibroids. Right. So it's it's like a chain reaction, a domino effect, you okay. know, when when that when this when you're going through something like this. Right. Okay. So we will see what happens. I'ma do the Lupron shot till I can. And what is your what's your um expectations of what you're wanting well my expectations is i don't want to get a his partial hysterectomy uh-huh. um hopefully i could just prolong this until i can get into menopause and don't have to worry about it uh-huh but then no i'm just gonna take it day by day month by month and see what happens with my body okay mm-hmm. well yes. i i i i definitely uh wish and hope you know what i'm saying you don't never have to go through you know, what you have been going through with, mm-hmm. the, with the, you know, bleeding, because that is like hell. Yeah. You and then and then you you really don't know. That's uh, that's another reason. Fibroids make your belly blow, bloated. Oh, my God. Yes. Sometimes you can even look pregnant. You don't even know, like, why is my stomach so big right yes. now? It's because of fibroids. Exactly. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't take it. I mean, it's like, what do I what what? do I need to do to <laughs> not believe? You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I, I'm, it's like, man, th- um, is this going to ever change? You know what I'm saying? Right. Is this, this going to ever go away? You know? This is life. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, oh, believe, you know? Yes. So our viewers, if you have any comments or want to ask any questions, please send us an email at meettheshoe2019 at gmail.com or just comment below and on our YouTube station. Just ask us questions. We can piggyback and go back and forth with you guys and uh, be our, uh, an open book for you and give you some life experience or, you know, you might can teach us something as well. And any conversations that you've caught up on, any of our episodes that you want us to do a live on and go in depth about any of our topics, please make sure you comment. You can send us a DM and uh, on our Instagram page at meettheshoe.com. Um, not meettheshoe.com, excuse me. <laughs> at meettheshoe Instagram mm-hmm. and at Gmail. Meet the Shoe 2019. Um, And let us know if we're not discussing, um, you know, like I said, in depth about anything that we've talked about in the past or anything you want to hear us talk about as far as the prison system or just life itself. Let us know. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Meet the Shoe.